0: Welcome to Bunta Vista, episode two hundred and forty-one. Um, I'm Theo, and um, there's no other way to, to put this, you know. Um, I think I think it's time to get real. Um, I know a lot of our listeners have been asking, hey, you know, when are you going to talk about this on the show? Uh, and yes, even though we are uh, nominally a news slash comedy podcast now, we have to acknowledge that lots of people still expect us to speak out about the stuff that matters, you know. Uh, I personally think it's time for us to stop sitting on the sidelines on this one. It's time to pick a side. But uh, it's it's tough, you know, to balance. Uh, maybe people listen to our podcast because they want an escape from the big issues uh, and they don't necessarily want them thrust back into their face when they're not expecting it. Uh, but at the same time, this sort of stuff's been going on too long and honestly, it's time for it to stop. I'm frankly sick of it. Um, every time I turn around, it's like, ah, you know, <laughs> you know, then you turn on the TV and there's always a guy. Uh, yeah, you know, the type of guy and he's like, oh, well, that's the way I've always done it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's what we're trying to change. You turn on Q&A and there's some fucking psycho from the Australian Psycho League and he's like, it doesn't go far enough. Well, we need more of it. I'm watching and honestly, it. Honestly, feels like I'm taking crazy pills at this stage. And, um, you know, in addition to the 150 milligram daily dose of venlafaxine, God forbid, you know, someone brings it up at the office, because, you know, you'll be stuck into listening to the worst guy on earth giving you the worst opinions anyone's ever had, and you're just nodding and thinking, you know, how long would it take for them to find his body if I threw it down the elevator shaft? I mean, like, nowadays we're more aware of this stuff, sure, but it doesn't mean it's like a new thing. Things have always been bad. Uh, it's just now we're talking about it, but... Um, I think talk's very different from action, and, you know, action's very difficult from structural change, because this sort of thing can only continue to prevail when it's allowed to, from the top down. Right now, we've got to be kidding ourselves if the Liberal Party did anything about it. You know, and this close to an election? It's not going to happen. It's not even like things are going to get better under Labour, you know, if they come into power. I mean, they've talked about looking at it in some sort of vague, hand-wavy terms, but... uh, haven't seen any actual policy proposed by them, which is really where the rubber hits the road. Plus, you know, it's not just Australia that's dealing with this, right? Every nation, especially those in the OECD, and you know, they have to take a stand. It's not right for us to expect individuals to shoulder this weight, you know? Um, anyway, I don't really know where I'm going with this apart from... And, and sorry for going on so long. Uh, you can tell it's a bit of a bee in my bonnet. Um, but, you know, I think it's important. Um... You know, anyway, I'm here as always with my friend Ben. Now, ben, sorry for bringing the mood down right at the start of the podcast, but we were talking off-pod uh, about this, and it just seemed like the right thing to do for us would be to address it, right? I mean, yeah.
1: Like, I've made my feelings about this very clear. You know, I think um, sort of trying to steer the podcast away from that sort of stuff might have even been more of a, a pressure thing on my part because I just don't have the emotional energy for it. I don't have... I don't have the brain space to get across all these issues anymore. But, you yeah. know, you look at something like this and you just go, fucking... God damn it. I thought we were done with this by now. It's 2022. Twenty twenty two. You know? And I just thought that we would be fucking through this. And yep. it's it's shameful that we're still seeing this. It's on again. The, as again. you said, it's on the TV every night. Yeah. Every fucking newspaper. Like, and every... I think we just
0: got sick of talking at it at a, at a point God. in time, right?
1: Yeah. And, like, you know, you can do episodes about it and you can talk about it. But I don't know if we're really... You know, affecting any change, but then there's uh, coming at it from another angle is that silence is like complicity in this sort of thing to yeah, just let so it happen and so then true. to do it, you know, you see a little podcast about lizard farts or whatever. You seem to, it's minimizing it in a way, even though it's, yeah. it's so fucked. It's yeah. so
0: fucked. I, I, yeah, I don't even. I mean, that's all you can really, really say. Um, we should probably pull in Andrew at this point. Uh, my dear friend, Andrew. Andrew, we actually got a letter about this this week. Um, I don't have the in the inbox. Are you able to read that one for us? Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, we
2: get a lot of correspondence about important issues asking yeah. us to address all kinds of stuff. And uh, this letter is no different. <clears throat> Dear Bunties, first of all, love the podcast. Yeah, I like you can Bounties. tell everybody on it has working and normal dicks. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're all so funny and interesting. Uh 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 And it's super cool how for five US dollars a month, I get twice as much content. Uh Uh I get twice as much content. And best of all, no ads. I was wondering, are you guys going to address the thing on the podcast next week? I think it would mean a lot if you guys had a take on it. Thanks so much. Signed, a cum sock filled with dead bees.
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but uh, how do you how do you begin to articulate a response to that?
0: Yeah, how do you how do you unpick this web? Yeah, I mean it is hard to get dead bees out of a cum song, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> they just start coming apart. Yeah, but it's not like along a, the like not along the cum lines. It's sort of you getting you getting a break right up a bee, kind of like um snapping a a what's the crumble thing. Um, Honeycomb? A honeycomb in half
2: I mean, uh, I guess like to the amateur You might think, okay, the the crunchy part I can feel is the dead bee But I
0: would put it to you, you don't know cum socks Yeah, it's an amateur's mistake Mm
1: -hmm. Now Theo, um, I'm going to pull back the curtain for just a little (laughs) second here Because this is uh, your intro You set all of this up And you've brought us here to this point And then I sort of you know, just then, politely throw it back to you to let you do, I guess, what was maybe going to be a punchline or a sort of um, denouement uh, yeah. to the bit. But then, um, I,
0: I just, I honestly don't think this, this is. I think we have to take this seriously.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you got more words to go along with that? <clears throat>
2: you would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want us to take it more seriously?
0: No, I just I don't think that we should like end this with a punchline. Given you know the given what the thing is, oh the, the gravity the, of the, situation. the gravity of the yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah,
2: it's no joke.
1: That's right. It's, right.
2: it's no joke, Theo. It's no joke. <laughs> Take it seriously. And uh, that's once.
1: where that okay.
2: Yeah. Look, speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of a sock filled with cum. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you put your hand into somebody else's sock and you don't know what's going on in there. There's all kinds of crazy substances. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's dry, but sometimes it's what can only be described as a. The issue with circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can only be described as a mystery liquid. Mystery liquid Can't tell what color it is with a slick, oily sheen What could it mean? Mystery liquid I see some goop that is forming a pool on the floor Who is it for? I'm gonna taste the mystery liquid I'm gonna taste the mystery liquid
1: Now, um, this is a, an update to an earlier story, which I don't think that we have ever actually followed up to a mystery liquid story, uh, one of our oldest segments, um, with an answer to what the mystery liquid was. So huh. in a sense, this isn't mystery liquid. This is simply liquid. Liquid. Huh. <laughs> uh So this is an update to a story that we did in the live episode, To Serve Egg, Um this was about a, uh, a cargo spill of a, an unnamed hazardous liquid that was at John Wayne Airport in America. Real, real name of an airport, apparently. Uh, this is a story from the Orange County Register, uh, which is a, what I believe the band O.C.s is currently called. It's a little joke for the music heads out there.
2: Hmm.
1: Thank you. Cargo spill at John Wayne Airport turns out to be non-hazardous. The Orange County Fire Authority investigated a potential chemical spill that turned out to be non-hazardous at John Wayne Airport after a liquid substance leaked from something in the cargo area of a passenger plane on Friday afternoon, February 25th, officials said. At around 12.25pm, firefighters responded to an American Airlines flight from Chicago that landed at John Wayne Airport after three employees unloading cargo from the plane reported liquid, said Marissa Unvert. Hey, you guys smell that? They all said.
0: Did we get to the bottom of whether it actually smelled in the original one? I don't think that they ever commented.
1: I don't think they gave us a full breakdown of which senses uh, yeah. the liquid impacted upon.
2: Well, based on the explanation, I'm going to surmise that the liquid was
0: stinky. Yeah. On, ben. I think it's going to have some stink on it.
1: Well, I reckon you might be right. Um... The fire authority determined the substance was non-hazardous animal tissue that was being transported for dissection in a lab, the agency said <gasps> in a um, statement.
0: Oh, that's just animal goop. It's just animal goop. It's not uh, hazardous. I, now, I I don't know about you guys. I think about tissue, and mm-hmm. I, I consider that to be a solid. At the very least, a viscous semi-solid, certainly, yeah.
1: depending on the animal.
2: Yeah. But as we all know... Uh, you leave a dog in a hot car for long enough, and that dog will will pool. I didn't know. know that. I didn't know that. That's to- not come I- up in my studies. Oh, okay, because yeah. I'm talking, I'm talking weeks. I'm talking months. Mm. Yeah.
1: Talking- well, on a long enough timeline, all of yep. us will pool.
0: Yeah,
2: it's true. All of us will become a mystery liquid.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, you can put your mind at ease. It wasn't some sort of mysterious, yeah. horrifying substance. It was just the drippings from uh, non-specific animal tissue. Yeah,
0: liquefied animal for experiments. And
1: who knows what the tests were? And
0: it's also exciting that they just put those on planes as well. Yep.
1: On passenger aircraft. On passenger aircraft. That's like, interesting.
0: And you're like, you're packing your bags. And you're like, all right, I've got uh, underpants. I've got my passport. Got socks. You're doing the count of the amount of days you've got. Okay, so five days. Probably one. five t-shirts plus two for spare. You know, um, a couple Six pairs of pants, shorts just in case. Yeah. Um, one completely liquefied beaver. <laughs> um, charger, a USB charger. I've uh, got to remember to. That's to the take one I that one night. Yeah, well, because you have to use it overnight. To, yeah,
1: so you can't pack it the day before. Yeah, and then you're always sleepy because you got to wake up early for your flight, obviously. So yeah, that's I mean, you're not
0: going to forget the liquefied uh, beaver because. You can pack that apparently, the day you can just take that out of the freezer and put it in a bag, and mm-hmm. doesn't really matter if it melts and just like oozes everywhere. Yeah.
2: My, I guess my issue is that uh, this story sort of suggests to me. That if they're transferring uh, like chimpanzee fillets on a, <laughs> a domestic plane, that they're doing it in basically like a Hello Fresh box. Yeah, you know. Oh, it's okay. It's got it's got some of that like
0: foil lining. The Uber Eats guy arrives at your yep. laboratory and just like throws the whole fucking bag at the door. <laughs> where does he arrive? Uh, just, uh, you know, where you're working.
2: Yep. Yep. Doing my science at the, at the science house, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Clinking around my I've beakers been... at I've been... the learning factory. i been pretty, very, very the
1: sick. Three employees were evaluated by firefighters that did not display any symptoms. OCFA Captain Greg Barter said they were not taken to That's hospital. That's
2: a shame. Did symptoms they show symptoms of, what? of being fucking grossed out? Did they oh they showed signs of washing their hands a lot?
1: They showed symptoms of being gacked. Yeah.
2: And mm. all the telltale
1: signs of an individual who had been recently gacked. I'm mm.
0: wondering whether they're expecting some sort of like DNA or behavioural merging, like they're all starting to build dams made out of timber.
2: I um there's an urge I was I was uh, filling up our chickens water dispensing unit the other day. And there was what I assume was uh, some like chicken shit in the water, you know. Uh, so it's it's one of these it's one of these ones where you you take off a, a big thing and fill it up with water, and then you put the bottom on it and it kind of locks, and then yeah. you turn the I whole thing that. over in one fell swoop, and then yeah. the bo- you haven't Socks. put it on properly and the bottom comes off and all the water comes out on your shoes, and you go fucking, uh. yeah. And your wife says, "You okay?" And you go, Ugh. yeah. Um, don't worry not me though this has been a it's been a trick on you Theo that never happens to me <laughs> uh, so 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 like it's got this little you know moat around the outside that gets filled up with the water and I emptied that out and there was like a, what looked like mud in this thing and I've washed the thing out under the tap and kind of you know got, a, got all the stuff out of there but there was like a brown smear on my hand uh, and I went oh have a little sniff and went. That's liquefied chicken shit or whatever. Gave my hands a good wash, um, with the soap and everything, and just for the next like twelve hours, I was sniffing my hand and going ah, yeah, ah, you know, <laughs> when there's something that just kind of sticks to you, and that was a bit of chicken shit. Yeah, that wasn't. That wasn't. I got splashed with the miscellaneous animal tissue runoff from the plane. I think these guys are going to be stinky for, I don't know, 72 hours?
0: That seems like a safe estimate. Yeah, a, yeah. Few, a few showers. You know, you scrub it and everything it doesn't come out. I, I came home from the shops or something the other day and there was like a brown patch on my shorts and um, I kind of like gave it a bit of a scratch. It was dry. <clears> this <throat> is on, on like front leg. Sort of bend over, give it a sniff. Uh, smelled all the world like human shit. <laughs> oh, that's no good. That's no and good. I figure at some point I was um, changing Finn's uh, diaper. You got some splashback. Well, it was some rub back. Um, you know, his little boulders sort of hit it on the way past or something. Yeah. Uh, and then I've just gone, oh, well, time to continue my day with yeah. uh, a human turd. You... Kind of like scraped <laughs> along the front of my shorts. <laughs> you know, I don't public like that.
1: You haven't done your cursory, have I been shat upon check that you yeah. usually do before leaving well, the house.
0: Well, it hasn't been a part of my routine until uh, having a child.
2: Mm. I, um, I also I Having a child I...
0: really changes you.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you get a lot more shit on you, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, at this point... We should perhaps note the absence of our
0: beloved co-host, Lucy. Yeah.
2: She is dead. R.I.P. Lucy.
0: Uh, Yeah. She's like the queen. Um, She's not dead. Wink. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) She totally hung out with Justin Trudeau.
1: Wink. Wink. You see that photo? Where the... Queen looked like a straight-up gargoyle. She had Mister Burns back in the photo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was.
2: I'm going to be a killjoy and say the one everyone was looking at was a Photoshop. Oh come on. the one where she looks
0: like the turtle guy from Master of Disguise. The
2: sad Hmm. thing is, she already looks fucked up. You didn't have to overcook it, you know. Um, But the head, the head got dropped down to make her look like a skeksy from The Dark Crystal. Uh, Interesting. Yeah.
1: So you're going for many
2: skexis one skexy. A single Oh, do you think it's I, I think I think skexes is the is the plural, I was okay. on I was of the understanding.
1: I think it's fish rules. One skexis many skexis. Or maybe one skexis many skexes. Oh, is this, Skeksis, the, the is this where the track, race. Um, yes, Skeksis by strapping, strapping Young lad, lad comes Certainly, from? Certainly, yes, that's right. And I'm so glad you asked. It's, fuck, it's such a good track. Such today. a good song. Well,
2: the problem is that every every reference that I'm seeing is, is referring the to them in the plural. Yeah, yeah. Who's the Who's the the little the little bitch one who's like, eh, I want to be the boss?
1: <laughs> oh, that is. Uh, Oh shit, fuck goddamn, I know this. Oh,
2: they've all got very similar names, my Yeah, goodness.
1: but they're only referred to by their roles in the movie. The names only come uh, in, in the book, so or World I'm, the Dark Crystal.
2: I'm currently looking at the Muppet Wiki, Muppet.fandom.com. Yes. Uh Skexil Uh is the Chamberlain of the Skexies. As Chamberlain, Chamberlain Skexil was second in line to the Skexy throne. Now that's interesting. Individual. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you only ever hear them referred to in the collective, you know. Skexies. Hey, I'm, I'm just saying. Up, up. I, Sorry, are you just... going to try and argue with up. Muppet.fandom.com? Up, 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 up. Just reading from Wikipedia here. Uh-oh. Uh,
1: the <laughs> words, that's, that's got skeksis. even more clout
2: than Muppet Wiki. <laughs>
1: Muppet.fandom.wiki or whatever. Uh, the word skexus serves as both singular and plural form for this species with the singular form being pronounced skexus and the plural form skexes. Fuck. Yep. Undone so, once again by me my Suck me off. F- can you my... please play the official suck me off theme? <laughs> suck me
2: off. Yeah, I can do a suck me off theme. Thank you. Well, I've been thinking. I've, I've I've had a lot of themes rattling around lately that are that are like some variety of like shut up or the big "fuck you" of the week kind of <laughs> themes, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that would be usable for for quite a lot of quite a lot of purposes, you know. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> Getting goop on you. Um, how do we get on to Skeksis? Oh, we we're talking oh, about the Queen. Oh, the Queen Lucy is sick. The Queen oh, is, yeah. is like Lucy. Lucy is dead, R.I.P. Lucy. We love her very much. She is just very unwell. If you would like yeah. to write a message of well-wishing to Lucy, uh, please write into mailbag at buntavista.com or harass her directly on
0: Twitter. Are we going to uh, play her her little letter to the listeners here or...?
1: Yeah, I mean, it will be the uh, Patreon ad if you're listening to the... Um, if you're not gotcha. paying for it, you'll hear it in this episode. And uh, she sounds very... Like, I think I might have been concerned about her for the first time <laughs> yeah. in my life.
0: Not great. I, I honestly don't know how she's producing that noise, to be perfectly right. <laughs> <to be> honest. <laughs> sort of uh, close to Tom Walker's uh, bad Marge uh, that <laughs> So, While also scary. being, like, 30, 30 frogs in a rock tumbler. Yeah. Mm.
2: Dear Punta Vista listener, if you're hearing this, I am dead. I'm here in Boss heaven with all your favourites like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Margaret Thatcher, and Queen Elizabeth II, who wants you to be sure that she's dead as fuck it has been for several weeks, if not months. The only way to bring me back to life is to go to patreon.com slash Punta and pay $5 a month to get a bonus Punta Vista episode. If you're already doing that, I'll see you soon in Girlboss Heaven. Ruth Kanda forever. When somebody sounds that way, it's a bad sign. It's a bad sign. And of course, that leads us directly into our segment in which we cover bad signs, omens, and portents.
0: You shall see hail fall from a clear sky and burn as fire upon the ground. You shall see darkness cover Egypt when the sun climbs
1: high to noon. And you shall know that God is God. Bow down to his will. You absolutely will. This is a story from the Associated Press. Bag of animal heads linked to sacrifice ritual?
2: Question mark, question mark. That oh, question I was you'd tell me. Ah, uh, well... <laughs> Is it, is the, what's, that, what's that golden rule of reporting? Is that if, there, uh, uh, yeah, if, if there's, there's a question, there's mark, a question yeah, the, answer like no. the answer is the answer no? Yeah.
1: Well, I think, I don't know, hard to say. We'll, we'll be the judge of that one. It is oddly, that seems like a weirdly informal headline for the
0: Associated Press. Um, it's interesting to Betteridge's Law of Headlines. It's a good one. Yeah, we'll see if he's wrong. <laughs> that
1: old bitch. I don't know who that is. Uh, Several animal heads found in a plastic bag in East Greenwich last month appear to be related to some sort of religious animal sacrifice ritual, the Rhode Island Society for the Prevention of Cruelty said Tuesday. Oh, we're going with maybe, huh? The bag, originally brought to the attention of police on February 25th near a boat launch, contained a calf's head, several rooster heads, a lamb head, and a kid goat head, the animal welfare group said in a statement. It's a royal flush.
2: (laughs) Jesus. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it is believed that animal remains that were found were from animals that were sacrificed as part of a religious ritual, the nonprofit organization said.
2: Now, well, how about this? How about mind your own
1: business? Backtracking a little tiny bit here, um, yeah. that story that we did last, that was also about animal parts, also happened on February 25th. Oh, big day for <gasps> animal parts. Yeah.
0: But yeah. yeah. Good day for podcasting, bad day for animals. <laughs> That is. Also, you said it's a royal flush, but if you do flush a bag full of animal heads, your (laughs) plumber gets very angry with you. Oh, imagine trying to do it in an American toilet.
2: (laughs) That shit would back up before you even looked at it. No way. No way. You'd need to, um, I think you would need to, like, maybe put it through, like, a meat grinder or something before you put it down there. You you still
1: should not be doing that.
2: Like, ideally not. I uh, I think <laughs> re- might be relatively you might be recently. To? I um, I like emptied the the uh like toilet from a caravan into our toilet.
1: Uh huh.
0: <laughs> Take us through this. I got nothing better on. I, All right, so I wish you wouldn't, but
2: <laughs> so if needs must.
0: Um, <laughs> Keep in mind, we did get an email this week asking us, begging us for one normal episode that they could show their partner. Should we
1: say why they begged
0: for it all? (laughs) let name names. I'll do it. Hold
2: on a second. I don't know if we should. just. uh, Well, And then we'll go
0: straight back to how you transport. Yeah, straight back
2: to what we were talking about. (laughs) I
1: feel like we'd be interfering with fate in a a manner that uh, Uatu the Watcher is forbidden from doing. And we should also adhere to this code.
2: I put it to you, Ben, that why would you even start having a podcast unless you could just kind of mess with people's business, you know? Mm. Anyway, we got an email from a listener named Don't say his name. One name. One name. I'm not doxing anybody. He knows who he is. I feel like
1: she would also know who he is.
2: If you are a pretty girl who was recently told by a guy named uh, looking kind of nervous, a little bit sweaty on the. Oh upper no, lip. we've
0: got we've got a problem here because I think um, I don't know whether this was uh, I don't know whether he's like told her about how he.
2: Oh, I'm tell I'm telling her now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So let me mm. let me lay it out mm. for you here, mm. nice lady. Ben, just make um, some time codes here. We'll edit this whole part out.
2: <laughs> no, Ben will not be editing this out. <laughs> beep, uh, so beep, beep. so f- send us an email. Subject line, hi, urgent.
0: Very important to me, Ben, that you <clears throat> nip and tuck this. Hi,
2: could you please release some normal episodes real quick? I accidentally just told a girl I like about the podcast, and now she's going to think I'm a horrible little freak. No offense, I love the pod, XO, XO. Um, so look, a couple of things to note here. <clears throat> Sounds like a you problem. Uh, no, I mean, to me, that sounds like an us problem. Why it doesn't really affect anything about how we do our business? I mean, because well, I mean, we care it about wrong. the
1: well-being of all of our listeners. So do,
2: do we? I care about the well-being of some of our listeners. <laughs> 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 I care about the well-being of some of our listeners. Yeah, I like and, the-
1: and I think I'm going to edit that name out. Uh, just as I'm going to edit it out the uh, first time that you said it, I'm going to beep. I'm going to beep the name. Stop saying the goddamn name. <laughs> so many Don't beeps. beep the name because I'm otherwise.
2: Oh, no, don't, because the important thing is we're doing God's work here for f-. He attempted to flirt by recommending a podcast. Bad you move. Know, <laughs> not, that's not your A game is all we're saying. And now I personally, I'm going to take the rock, run it up, slam dunk, and we're going to let this nice lady know, look, f- thinks you're very nice. He thinks you're very pretty. Yeah, he got nervous yeah. and he recommended a podcast. We've all done it, you know. He I accidentally mean,
1: recommended a podcast instead of saying hello. That's how nervous. Instead he was. of
2: saying, "Look, it'd it'd be great to maybe take you out sometime," you know, take you out for a nice meal, buy you a drink, if that's what you're into, you know, that's what that's what I think is maybe going to take you a little further than. Recommending a podcast where you immediately need to write to the host to have say, the content of the podcast. Can change. you change the vibe of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> so that this nice girl I've been talking to uh, does not think I am a freak by association? Yeah.
0: Buddy, if we could have done that by now, we would have. Yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, so instead, you know, if you are the girl that f- was talking about, f- f- <laughs> uh, then. <laughs> I hate you. Why are you this to me? If you are the girl. The f was talking about, you know. Stop doing this. Give him a chance. Give him a shot. Say, I'm not going to listen to any more of the podcast. If you're not into it, you don't have to. You know, There's no obligations here or anything.
1: Now, just to be clear, we don't know a single goddamn thing about <laughs> f- f- back. Oh, now I'm doing it about him, <laughs> his background. Well, we know his he's a listener of the show,
2: so he's got great taste. He's but got I will great say,
1: taste. We vouch for him wholeheartedly, unreservedly, and without exception.
2: That's right. Unless anything goes wrong on the date, in which case that's on
0: Yeah. That's a yeah. problem. Or whoever it is.
2: So uh, I guess that's a bit of beautiful matchmaking done for this episode of the podcast. How do you get
0: the diarrhea from one toilet to the other toilet? <laughs> oh, so,
2: so what happens, right?
0: <laughs> This one's for you. I want, I want ten Come here. on. So oh. it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> it's very, it's very well sealed and everything, right? So basically, the toilet in the caravan, you can take your big dumps and your pisses into that, right? Uh, you can put your toilet paper in and everything. Not like those Greek toilets. And uh, Ben, you look like you want me to explain that. But no, <laughs> I
1: don't, because I sweatpants. want fuck. I want to get down. Break. I'm in this for f**k.
2: Uh, and and basically on the side of the caravan you can just open this little door and then you can just like pull this whole thing straight out, right? This whole sort of big rectangular cube full of shit and piss. And um, it comes out just like a like a little suitcase, you know? And the the way the the, the like valve going down yeah, into it works snap is snap off. Yeah, as soon as you pull it out, it just like snaps closed by itself. So, apparently, it works extremely well unless you wait too long to <laughs> empty it.
1: This is a story about you overloading your toilet.
2: No. Um, the uh, the times I have had to empty this toilet, I've been very careful about the situation. This is heinous. Yeah, and then you take it into the toilet in a normal bathroom. And there's like a big, a big pipe that you sort of go... You go... And open up this pipe. You turn it up. And then you just pour... Like twenty liters of bathroom time into your own toilet, <laughs> and then you flush it, you know. But because it's all like, because uh, it has that sort of septic tank stuff in it that like breaks down the turds and the toilet paper and everything, it just comes out in a in a nice big slurry, and you can just flush it, and it's fine. Whereas if it was like goat heads and a and a lamb head, that is not going down. No, no, you got to slurry it, you know. You gotta break that down somehow, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna read the next paragraph here.
2: Maybe drill a bunch of holes into the skull, hit it with a hammer.
1: The bag also contained grains and coloured cloth materials, quote, associated with previous animal sacrifice investigations. And two hand drawn pictures, the organization said. One looked like a letter D with an arrow through it, and one looked like a smiling theatre mask.
2: Alright, all right, I got a bunch of problems with this. Yes. The bag contained grains and coloured cloth material associated with animal sacrifice investigations. Previous animal animal sacrifice investigations. That's right. What's the coloured cloth? Ma- oh, they've got the red cloth. That's
0: maybe maybe it's it got, No, maybe it's got like a like a little little like a little imprint or a little uh, little bit of work on it. What do you call An that? Embroidery. A, a monogram. Of embroidery saying but, uh, this cloth is for animal sacrifices my it's biggest
2: got... problem though is that a letter d with an arrow through it is a bow and arrow i can see that that's yeah, what you're certainly. talking about
1: well i mean it depends if on you have the letter d
0: and then you put an arrow on it, it and you could just picture that in your head yeah, you yeah. Can and do you've do just got beep boop and you've worked that out yourself without e- having to even though it.
2: even though it's an audio medium all right. Start off by entering your mind palace, unless you're one of those people with aphasia or whatever. I can't see it. I can't Dys- see shit. Dysphasia. What? What is uh, it? Aphantasia. 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 Okay. Uh, unless you're one of those suckers who can't picture anything. Again, that's a you problem. Yeah, that's me. Uh, can't really. Can't, can't really shit. help you with that. I don't know why you're listening to a podcast if you can't picture anything based on I, words.
1: I don't know if you need to. I don't know if closing your eyes and imagining what you're hearing being described <laughs> is an important part of the podcast experience.
0: <laughs>
2: I I assume that it is. Do you not picture things when you're listening to like no, a radio show? I not picture anything. <laughs> I'm busy doing other things. <laughs> doing the dishes I'm mostly. busy folding my laundry. Yeah. Anyway, enter your mind palace. Picture a big letter D and then there's an arrow and it's going across. Oh, what do you know? It's a bow with an arrow in it. We did a.
1: We had another story about um, uh, the remains of an animal sacrifice being found on a beach on the east coast of America, and I believe it was in one of the Carolinas last time.
2: It was like, oh, I found a chicken, you know?
1: Yeah, it was like two chicken heads and some blood on a, on a beach on an island.
2: Maybe somebody was making dinner. Mind your business, you know? Yeah, that might have been it.
1: It could have they- been someone was preparing two chickens to roast them.
2: So I guess um, the RSP, R-I-S-P-C-A, excuse me?
1: Yeah, so because they don't have royalty over in the US, except for their wonderful celebrities, um, they each of the states, they've got a state uh, <laughs> society for the protection and care of animals, or whatever it is. So they don't have an R-S-P-C-A, you know, they've got an R-I, an N-Y, so on I, and so forth.
2: They should have uh, ones named after celebrities also. The uh, Millie yep. Eilish Society for the Prevention <laughs> of Cruelty to Animals. Uh, They have asked anyone with information about the bag or the significance of the drawings to contact their investigators. I think you should mind your own business. All of us have a bag full of heads that we don't want anyone to know about, you know? Be that literal or metaphorical. That's so true. Well, I can only assume that someone really had it out for that calf, uh, those roosters, that lamb, and that kid goat. Uh... They really took it to him, And that's what you gotta do sometimes when you feel extremely angry towards someone. You gotta take to them with some kind of object, perhaps even the mythical lead pipe. With a lead pipe. She's mighty angry, ready to start a fight. With a lead pipe.
1: This is a press release from the University of Tsukuba. A uh,
2: robot that seems to convey emotion while reading. Pipe. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. You're absolutely right. As soon as you say robot and emotion in the same sentence, uh, unless the sentence is this robot conveys no emotions, Yeah. I will be bashing the robot. All of those ones where it's like, hey, imagine if you could check in at a hotel and this robot... Uh, that only has features from the shoulders up grimaced at you as though it were in agonizing pain while it asked you uh, if you have a credit card booking.
1: Yeah. Don't like it. Scientists from the Faculty of Engineering, Information and Systems at the University of Tsukuba devised a text message mediation robot that can help users control their anger when receiving upsetting news. Do you get to hit the robot? (laughs) You do not.
0: <laughs> I think you get to shake it looking at well, the diagrams down below. That would, uh, I mean, like, that's that's the one
2: circumstance in which I can imagine the robot that is, the uncanny valley robot helping, is if it tells you some bad news and then you get to beat the shit
0: out of yeah, it. Yeah, you get to, like, let out a primal scream. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're hitting, it's very, um, very convincing sort of, Fake flesh um, and fiberglass construction feels all the all the world uh, like you're you're smashing uh, just a horrible person in the face. Yep, but it's not. It's a little Trash can piece of shit. Yeah, this uh, is
2: this, this is going to be like the the rubber robot version of the chatbot, isn't it? On a website.
1: Yeah, sort of. Uh, This device may help improve social interactions as we move towards a world with increasingly digital communications. I don't think it will. While the quick text message apology is a fast and easy way for friends to let us know they are going to be late for a planned meet-up, it is often missing the human element that would accompany an explanation face-to-face, or even over the phone. It is likely to be more upsetting when we are not able to perceive the emotional weight behind our friend's regret at making us wait.
2: I am now imagining a whole legion of people with one of these in their home uh, that breaks up with you <laughs> on behalf yeah. of your girlfriend, yeah. or perhaps delivers the Tinder message that says, "I don't think this is this is working." I right. don't think we should see each other
0: anymore. Yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, so, let's not. Yeah, as soon as you see this this horrible little uh, dildo-looking piece of shit saunter into your room, you know, you <laughs> fuck <laughs> know shit's fucked.
2: Imagine, imagine the different world we could have had in World War Two if Dear John's were delivered by little uh, little automatons. <laughs> I sense you're angry. Don't blam, be blam, angry. Blam, blam, blam. Now,
1: researchers at the University of Tsukuba have built a handheld robot they called Omoy, which Terrible. was equipped with a movable weight actuated by mechanical components inside its body.
2: Uh, is there any explanation as to what Omoy might stand for, Ben?
1: Uh, Not that I can see in there, no. Uh, By shifting the internal weight, the robot could express simulated emotions. The robot was deployed as a mediator for reading text messages. A text with unwelcome or frustrating news could be followed by an exhortation by Omoy to not get upset, or even sympathy for the user. (laughs) With the medium of written digital communication, the lack of social feedback redirect... Focus... What? The lack of social feedback...
0: I think it should be redirects.
1: Yeah. Redirects focus from the sender and onto the content of the message itself, author Professor Fumihide Tanaka says. The mediator robot was designed so that it can express the user's anger and other negative interpersonal motivations, such as thoughts of revenge,
0: Hmm. and instead fostered forgiveness. I've I've never wanted to, like, murder someone with a lead pipe because they're late for a meeting, but I think that might be a, a slight... Cultural difference between ourselves and the Japanese, but potentially, I'm not willing to make sweeping statements about oh, the, that Japanese the Japanese at this, time on this podcast. That yeah. they <laughs> that you they can value have whatever promptness. feelings you like
1: about the Japanese, and you can you know go on whatever diatribe you have about you know the cultural differences between us, and the Japanese. But I will refrain <sighs> at this point. Okay. The researchers tested 94 people with a message like, "I'm sorry, I am late. The appointment slipped my mind." Can you wait another hour? Fuck you. The team found that Omoy was able to reduce negative emotions. The mediator robot can relay a frustrating message followed by giving its own opinion.
2: What opinion do you have?
1: When this speech is accompanied by the appropriate weight shifts, we saw that the user would perceive the intention of the robot to help them calm down, Professor Tanaka says.
2: the fuck?
1: The robot's body expression produced by weight shifts did not require any specific external components, such as arms or legs, which implied that the internal weight movements could reduce a user's anger or other negative emotions without the use of rich body gestures or facial expressions.
2: So its face doesn't change at all. Its, its basically, arms don't change. It just, yeah. it just flops around in your hand and goes, I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: so this thing, as Theo uh, indicated earlier, it looks like a dildo if the yeah. shaft... Of the um, synthetic penis uh, had a hexagonal cross section. Yeah, and it was um, built
0: out of the stuff that they put your um, burrito bowl into at a, yeah. a Guzman y Gomez. I'd say
1: it's a very Guzman Gomez, isn't it? One of the Guzmaniest Gomez's we have.
2: I uh, I really like. Um, I'm just reading on. Okay. Oh. Uh, MoneyTrainingClub.com. Japan is an oasis of creativity. Instant noodles, the bullet train, personal calculators, <laughs> and compact discs are some of the Japanese inventions.
1: Thank you, Japan. The pad.
2: <laughs> Their ingenuity also makes them pioneers in the development of humanoid robots, but perhaps there was never one as curious as Omoy. Oh uh, blah, 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 blah. According to the development team, led by Professor Yohei Noguchi, this mediator robot element modifies the receiver's anger. A study involving 94 people showed that the effect of the Omoi robot suppressed negative feelings such as anger in 23% of cases.
0: It's not that many. No, that number sucks, dude. Hey, like, but if that stops even one shooting... Yeah. <laughs> oh, they don't have like, guns.
2: Now, now, if they said, like, uh, you know, this is an app on your phone... Like an instant messaging app on your phone. And 20% of people are less angry when this happens. But as it is, you have to hold a robot in your hand that (laughs) wiggles around and talks to you. You just notice you're getting a text message. You're just like,
1: oh, fuck, where's my fucking robot? Gotta plug
2: my fucking robot in. When the Android issued empathic messages, the user's drive for revenge was reduced in 22% of cases.
0: This well, my friend was so was going to be an hour late. Uh, and what I was going to do was throw his entire body into a wheat thresher. Uh, but now, I might, just, uh, I might just jack off.
2: You got a one in five chance of not being put into a wood chipper. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That's total, I'm gonna I'm gonna cart this fucking bad dragon dildo-sized robot around uh, all day, just in case I get sent an upsetting message.
1: The um the images that were attached to the press release, like supplied by the university, one of them is just a photo of the robot itself, as we just described. The other is a WikiHow-style simple line art diagram of someone using the robot. They are holding the robot, which has movement lines around it. Indicating that it is moving. It's wiggling like a little
2: worm. (laughs) With a little speech bubble that says, don't be angry so much. I cannot tell you any message that would be more likely to have me hurling that robot across the room. I
0: can't see that you, Andrew, specifically would enjoy receiving a text message that's (laughs) like... Hey, uh, I, I'm you your know, wife and I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you for the gardener or whatever. And then your phone kind of like shifts its weight around a little bit and like blinks at you. It goes, don't be angry so much. <laughs>
2: hey.
0: oh, you man. fucking cricket bat that bad boy into the next neighborhood.
1: Just, it's, a, oh, I love this. I love this idea. You get a text message from someone saying, hey, um, I had to get the next train. So I'm going to be seven minutes late. And the robot's like,
2: don't kill yourself. <laughs> all right. I'll listen however, to you, robot. However, if there were perhaps some kind of law passed that required all managers uh, to have to hold one of these to receive messages that say, hey, I'm going to be wait- late for work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't make it in today. Ooh, don't be angry.
0: Yeah, you call your you call your landlord and be like, "Hey, um, tap's been leaking for like a month now. You're gonna say you're gonna fix that like two weeks ago. You haven't um, really like it if you come around." And then his little robot goes, "People are worth your time." Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, they
1: are also a human being like you. And then it flips up a little mirror.
2: <laughs>
0: which the landlord immediately starts pecking <laughs> <laughs> oh being a landlord it
2: should be a crime folks have we got a segment for you that's right it's motherfucking crime watch
0: please put down your weapon you are in My only feedback is that it could be longer. Could be longer.
2: For For anybody's reference who's wondering, that uh, sound taken from the beautiful Paul Verhoeven film, Robocop. That um, is,
0: even I... Um,
2: that is exactly how long the ED-209 shoots a boardroom <laughs> executive for in the movie. It has not been extended in any way. <laughs> what a movie. God. Oh, it's beautiful. This is a story from... W I V B. Sorry. Breaking news, folks. You got COVID? I'm sorry to come right in. No, breaking news. I do not have COVID. Again? You've failed your second PCR test. I my uh my eight year old daughter returned a positive COVID test last Friday. We have all been living in the same house because call me crazy. We simply were not willing to isolate an eight-year-old alone oh. in a room for a week. <laughs> you didn't want Listen, to send her
0: away to your beach house. Any a child like, you can't step away from in thirty seconds. <laughs> like,
2: God. When do some, you feel some, some, some people are like. Yeah, some people are like. So, what are you going to do? And you're like, live in a fucking house with my kids? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, daddy's going to get COVID, but
1: yeah. apparently not. No, so we we, we were can't all just get like
2: COVID. Yeah, we were all like, I guess we're all getting COVID. So I went and did a, a PCR test the next day and I did not have COVID. And all of us have just been okay for a week. We all went and got PCR tests this morning because as of tomorrow we will have done our one week of, of isolation. Are you it's saying it's been one week since
1: a yeah, okay. COVID test? Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, and I just got the text in from Capital Pathology claiming that SARS, COVID-2 RNA, was. Uh, scare quotes, not detected. <laughs> Makes it sound like it was detected, you know? Yeah, some people are just built different. Um,
1: I might just explain this a little bit um, for American listeners. Uh, a COVID test is where you go and get tested to see if you have COVID.
2: Yeah. And yeah. then, get this, if you have COVID, you're meant to stay away from other people.
1: Yeah.
0: That may seem rude to you Mm. Kind of letting down all your workers, colleagues, etc By by not showing up and kind of pulling your weight at work
1: But it's okay, because you'll get sick pay
0: Yeah We're Mm. just sort of lazy like that This feels
1: mean now, actually I'd like to recant some of that But not all of it Fucked up country over there And here's a story from that fucked up country It's from WIVB News in New York Argument over milk leads EMT to find woman was shot. Now, it's an interesting phrasing there, Mm. you might note.
2: Yeah, it kind of... um,
1: Construction
0: sort of... It
2: makes it sound like he he was having an argument over milk. And at some point during the argument, he was like, Wait a minute. Part of this argument requires me to inspect your arm. Hey, wait a minute. Bullet (laughs) hole through this.
1: I mean, you're honestly not far off. Um, Niagara Falls police said a 7-Eleven store clerk hit a woman with a weapon during an argument Monday morning Now these first couple of sentences are not particularly funny I'm not trying to make light of what happened there Sounds like you are, but go on The context for the rest of the story Shortly before 4am, police responded to the store on Niagara Falls Boulevard There, they say the 32-year-old woman and her boyfriend had gotten into an argument with the clerk over some milk they just purchased According to the woman, the milk had been leaking when she left the store, which led her to try returning it. During the subsequent interaction with the clerk, the alleged attack happened, police say.
2: I think you should be able to return the milk. I, I
0: would say yes. Your, mil- uh, well, like medical- your milk yeah, has been um, compromised. Yeah, but they, yeah. but you can't expect to be refunded for the milk that has leaked. The just, the the, just the fraction that you're returning. Yeah, Look, the leaked all, milk is all yours. I want,
2: all I want is to walk over to the fridge and get a different jug of milk, and that's it.
0: Well, apparently
1: the 7-Eleven clerk did not have your assessment of the situation.
2: He said, I would rather strike you with a weapon. Yeah. Uh, while medical personnel arrived to treat
1: a cut on her head, she complained of shoulder pain. It was then discovered that she had also been shot at some point. It's not clear when that happened.
0: Oh, it's like it's like when I found baby shit on my pants. Yeah. And you were like, yeah. who knows? Could have
2: happened yeah, at I- any time. Yeah.
0: I guess that's a similar to that. So at some point,
1: which they're very vague about timelines here, I don't know if they mean like at some point in that day she had been shot, or if at some point in the history she'd uh, in like recent history she'd been shot, and they did not know. This woman had a surprise bullet wound.
0: So,
2: hmm. Like when when we say. She complained of shoulder pain. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that kind. Like if someone said to me, "I am suffering from shoulder pain." Yeah, I'd be like, "Yeah,
1: you're in your thirties. You're gonna have everything pain. Yep, all the time.
2: My pains.
1: Oh, your back hurts. Yeah, yeah. Of course it does. You're thirty-five.
0: I'm so. Feels like I've got a thirty-two caliber ACP round in my shoulder. Mm. Or get over it. Yeah.
2: Guys, I am I am so close to leaving my thirties.
0: Where you, are you going? You go? still look fucking incredible. That's true. I saw a photo of someone who's forty today, and <laughs> <laughs> awful.
2: I've seen a few Truly
0: pictures recently dire.
2: of people who are like five to ten years younger than me, and I was like, "Damn, what the fuck happened? What have you been through?" You know. Mm uh so i'm i'm pretty excited to see what kind of ailments immediately befall me you know but
1: well, you're a healthy man you, yeah, look your, you body, gonna, your body how how is you the gonna temple. keep going
2: i ate so much ice cream last night oh. <sighs> so much 1130 30 p.m yeah, ice cream
1: not a fan what would make a grown man need a whole... Ton of ice cream at 11.30pm at night.
2: It's so hard to say. On a weeknight. <laughs> it's so hard to say. That's kind of my thing at the moment, right? Is that like, because um, you know how you get high and like, it has some effects. And one of them is like, do you want to eat food?
1: But not only that it makes you feel physically hungry, but also that the act of eating,
2: physically the action oh, of eating, feels so and good. the taste, all of it is better. Just chewing and swallowing things. Yeah, that's all. That's all I want.
0: You
1: just sit there for twenty minutes eating a packet of chips, like you're a robot that was designed to do nothing but get chips from a bag into your mouth.
2: So I'm, so I'm a seasoned enough professional, right? <laughs> that I, I will, I will put off having my dinner until I'm high.
1: Yeah, that's that's the the smart play.
2: Yeah, and then I eat my food, and then I'm like, all right, I'm pretty full. Um, but as the hours wear on, you know. Uh, you find yourself saying, hey, it's one thirty am I should go to bed, but first, <laughs> I'm going to eat two large pieces of cake. You know?
0: Yeah, a little... little I mean, otherwise, if your body's not digesting at night... No, it's just it hates a waste. that. It
2: hates to not be digesting It'll start yeah. eating parts of you. No, and I don't want that. I want to wake hey. up exactly the same size as I went to bed, if not a little bigger. A you friend
1: know? of mine who um, probably smokes a... A shitload more weed than I do. Uh, his absolutely insane move that I'm yet to try myself is to have a fridge stocked with snackable vegetables. So he's like, "Yeah, I'd like I had crazy munchies, so I ate like three punnets of cherry tomatoes and a cucumber." And I'm like, "That is that good? Is that like it's obviously not it as satisfying be, I as think. I, like I like the taste of a cherry tomato." Yeah, I, don't but, know if,
2: I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, I, I got to say, there are some things, some things I just don't fuck with as much when I'm high. Some uh, some sensations. Nutrients. I yeah, and and I feel like um, I feel like a cherry tomato might be a little scary. You know, you bite it, blam. It's like who's ready for that? You know. I mean, he's also getting
1: into like uh, snow peas and sugar snaps.
2: Oh, that's good. I, I right? would be. Yeah. I, I would be down with that. I would be down with a big bag of sugar snap peas.
1: I should try that. I'm gonna try that
2: because they're they're delicious, sweet, great mouth feel. Straight really out of the fridge, nice and crispy. Rip, yep, that's cold, cold crispy. Got a good snap, crunchy.
0: You know. Oh, you know what I like? Um, big this- bag of that uh, frozen of like frozen mixed berries. So like your blueberries, your <laughs> raspberries, your boysenberries. The list goes your on. Blackberries. That's probably all of them, and. Um, <laughs> Five star health rating apparently on the front of it. And you just shove those bad boys straight in your mouth. Th- while they're still frozen? While they're still fro? Absolutely. While they're still frozen. What's that texture like? You let them it, melt it, in it your is mouth a little for you? No, no. It is. A, I mean, it's, it's very much the texture of, of frozen, frozen berry. But it's, it's, it's a little bedeviling after a while.
1: It's oh! The only time I've breaking ever news. Had- oh
0: no. <laughs> Your wife has COVID.
1: Eleanor has COVID.
2: COVID. No, um, I do not have COVID. My wife does not have COVID. My six-year-old daughter does not have COVID. My eight-year-old daughter still has COVID.
1: Yeah. Uh, that seems less like breaking news than... Yeah. Yeah. The situation remains unchanged.
2: Yeah, pretty
0: much. Uh, this is the one I thing guess... that didn't happen.
2: <laughs> yeah, what's what's the deal at this point? Do we have to just... Uh... <sighs> that resets the clock, bro. Yeah.
0: No. Hey, you're looking, at, you're looking at a clock reset situation
1: there. Yeah, it's another six days, motherfucker. Really? No, I think we don't actually have any rules anymore. Uh, I think you they got rid of want. rules.
2: It sounds to me like if everybody else who is a close contact and living in the same house is returning negative results, then we just need to wait until she returns a negative result? Maybe she's just got COVID now.
1: I would probably get your information from uh, whatever the ACT's health website is instead of from the two Queenslanders you do a podcast with.
2: Yeah, but they're all like, hey, you need to isolate for seven days from the date that you return a positive result. Yes. Uh, Which was last Friday, and which is less than seven days from today. So, Which you don't
1: have to do an exit test anymore in Queensland at the very least. You just get to go free on the 6th or 7th day, whichever it is. It's uh,
2: Yeah, it kind of feels to me like we should just uh, do our normal shit and maybe get her another test on Sunday or something, you know, like three days okay. from now. And I,
1: I would check the ACT Health website. That's where I would go to find this information to make I, this I, decision.
2: Like you said, I kind of feel like people don't care about the rules anymore. But, no uh, one gives a
1: shit at all. no. Yeah. back Although, to
2: childcare. You seeing we got that uh, Delta
1: cron now. Delta Yeah, I think it's
0: it. The UK has got. What Deltacron. is this a crossover episode? What?
2: No. Huh? Huh? What? Huh? Don't. Anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now I um I sort of timed the structure of this episode kind of wrong Uh-huh. Uh, because it means that the last segment is um the most boring segment of all of our segments and i'm kind of a firm believer of you know you always want to go out on something that leaves a lingering good memory um but hey it's in there
2: should we just talk about something good instead
1: no we're doing it it's time for the shipping report
2: i'm itching for another edition of the shipping report
1: this is, of course, the Zero Jokes, Zero Deaths segment where we go through, I'm not going to call them highlights, uh, but a selection <laughs> of the maritime disasters in international shipping from the week. Here we go.
2: A curated selection.
1: The general cargo ship Capitan Shiriagan, carrying a cargo of corn, ran aground in the Dardanelles. That's free corn. That's free corn. You can salvage that corn.
2: Yep. If you're, if you're around and you've got a basket... Yeah, maritime
0: law.
1: If you have a boat in a basket would be my suggestion.
2: If a hold on Theo, does it still count as maritime law if the boat is aground?
0: But it's aground in the water.
2: Yes, it's still surrounded by water. I don't think it
1: falls under terrestrial law at that point. It's still maritime law.
2: Right. So it's well like, it's like 10% dry, 90% wet. Yeah, 10% to, of the jury yeah. is sailors. Sorry, uh
1: land lovers, <laughs> 90% of the jury is sailors. Okay. The ore carrier Wugang Haoyun encountered engine issues south of Réunion, I believe (laughs) it's pronounced, while travelling to Tubarão, Brazil.
2: Ow, my engine.
1: Yep. The product tanker Atoll suffered steering failure while transiting the Bosphorus Strait. Well, I mean, it's probably not going to be a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they don't call it... The Bosphorus Meander. It's awfully close to a joke, Ben. You're absolutely right. But not funny, so it's fine. <laughs> the cape Size bolt carrier Comanche suffered engine failure in Placentia Bay, southwest of Newfoundland. Mm. The uh, most th- disgusting place on Earth. It's full of nutrients. <laughs>
2: <laughs> two thoughts, uh, neither of which are a joke. Good. Number one, Comanche, great song. That's not a joke. That's just uh, a fact. Th- exactly. The audio
1: slave song? The
2: what? The audio... Oh, I'm thinking of... No. Uh, co- yeah. Wait. Uh, no, I'm talking about the one that is uh, sampled by a whole bunch of other things. Houston. Jump on it. Jump on oh, it. Oh. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> song. <laughs> uh, number two. What does cape size mean? I believe that is
1: of a specific size class for rounding, R- rounding one of the capes. capes. Yeah. Let's find out. I like ships
2: are the largest dry cargo ships. Oh, that, they have to go around the capes. They are too large to transit the Suez Canal. Sorry, sorry
0: boys, we got a we got a shit in the bathtub situation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when you Oh no. Okay. We're going to leave that man to deal with uh the shit in the bathtub that he did and his wife has just discovered. <laughs> the situation is that he had a bath before recording. Yeah, yeah. His wife's just come in saying What's the di- Hey, why'd you shit in the tub? Uh, cape size ships are the largest dry cargo ships. They are too large to transit the Suez Canal or Panama Canal and so have to pass either Cape Agulhas or Cape Horn to traverse between oceans. When the Suez yeah. Canal was deepened in 2009, it became possible for some cape size ships to transit the canal and so change categories. Imagine just becoming a different category of ship despite having changed nothing about yourself. <laughs> You're true right, philosophical that's absolutely dilemma. crazy. <laughs> hmm. Of course, that's kind of assuming uh, some sentience on the part of the ship.
1: That is true. The container ship Lost Maersk collided with the ferry Napoli's in the Albaron Sea. Bonk. Yep, little boop there. No one was injured, uh, it turns out, which is good. The general cargo ship Ayla, carrying a cargo of scrap, capsized and then sank at Alexandria Anchorage in Egypt. No big loss? No. It's just, now it's just a slightly bigger collection of scrap, I guess.
2: Um, I'm imagining being the person who, many years from now, like, discovers that wreck. You know? (laughs) Gets gets in the the hold and goes, oh.
1: (laughs) It's in an advanced state of decay. It's crazy. It's already turned to scrap. Hmm. The container ship Escape uh, struck the stern of a berthed container ship Hani
2: at Gdansk. Escape is like much more a rich guy's yacht kind of name. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Than a cargo ship, you know? Uh,
1: And finally, the last one I have here. The cruise ship Norwegian Escape ran aground while leaving Puerto Plata in the Dominican Republic.
2: That is a more specific kind of escape.
1: It's the Norwegian (laughs) is where you throw your sweater at someone to cover their eyes and then you run out of the room.
2: (laughs) Hey, no jokes. Come on. Sorry, you're absolutely right. Get it together. Folks, I believe that that is it for this episode. Uh, Theo is busy cleaning his own shit out of a bathtub while his wife shakes a rolling pin at him and his son looks on, bewildered. Uh, If you are... Go and just talk to that girl and say, you know what? I would love to to take you out for like lunch or dinner sometime. Maybe go see a movie. Just hang out, you know? Maybe there's an exhibition on. Maybe there's... I'm I'm uh, not going to
1: tell F*** out of his life.
2: Like, uh, uh, well, let me ask you a question. Do you think that his current tactic is going to be one that's bound for success?
1: We don't know the circumstances. We don't know anything about it. Maybe this is just a tentative crush, you know? Maybe he's not ready to date. Who knows?
2: Anyway, uh, if you are the beautiful woman that Frank was interested in, give him a chance, you know? Give him a chance. He's got great taste in podcasts, unless you're listening to one of the episodes that's just a train wreck, in which case, take a chance, you know? Well, we'll see. Folks, we love you very much. Uh, much love to you from both Theo, who has had to go and clean up his big pile of turds, and Lucy, who is feeling very unwell. And uh little well, love, too, from me and Ben. You know? Mwah. Yeah. Mwah. Please subscribe to the show if you are interested in receiving two doses every week. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Vista. Get a big dose up here, you know? But if you're not, please don't. We don't want you to do anything that you're not comfortable with. No. That's it. We love you very much, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.